Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 133, The Fatigue of Being Mad. Today's mood music is brought to you by DMX and it is entitled Slipping. Hmm. So basically what this session is going to be about is just being mad at the world. Like you just mad because you got clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) So do you two ladies believe people have a reason to be mad at the world? For sure. Absolutely. Uh, Again, we've talked about this multiple times over that you know, anger usually is a secondary emotion. So I think there's probably something else sitting up underneath that. But yeah, there's a lot going on in the world right now that would lead a person to feel that they have been overlooked, pushed aside, unheard, disrespected. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times those feelings are coupled with anger. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think the problem normally comes when we think about anger is that the person is getting stuck in it. Mm -hmm. And so it's this heaviness. It starts to kind of branch out and connect to everything in their life. And, you know, that's essentially what we're talking about today. And if we don't work on that, it just really ends up hindering everything we do in life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. I agree with both of you ladies, (laughs) but I would add. (laughs) Um, So all of our emotions are healthy, but we make them unhealthy because of the behavior. Mm -hmm. So even anger is healthy. However, it becomes unhealthy because of the behavior. So if you're in, if you're angry at the world, that's completely up to you. But how you handle that is up to us too mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're infecting us with the anger. Absolutely. You know, anger is such a feeling that is it's like glue, mm-hmm. right? Like once you put it out there, it's so much easier for the people around you to just kind of absorb that feeling as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts to really change the energy of whatever space you're exactly. in. Exactly. And then you have people that don't want to um, uh, interact with you because, you know, because of what just happened. Mm-hmm. Your interaction with them. Yeah, you're oh, yeah, radioactive. Yeah. There you, there you go. go. Nobody want to touch all that. Yes. No Ninja Turtles here. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It is radioactive. I mean, it's just like a, again, it's a mushroom cloud that just goes, I'm going to touch you mm-hmm. and I'm going to touch you. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to be in misery together. Mm-hmm. And that's non-consensual. We talked right. about that last month. Okay. We don't do that here. Mm-hmm. And what you always say, Dr. Strickland, uh, misery don't love company. It, it loves miserable company. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some ways that y'all believe 
that getting stuck in your anger like impacts us like physically, mentally, emotionally? What does that look like? I think all the three you just said. (laughs) (laughs) But specifically, I think one of the biggest things is um, uh, blood pressure Mm -hmm. and heart disease. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can. Yes, 100% (laughs) Like that face start getting red. Yes. All of a sudden you get hot. Uh And it's like, oh, sleep. Uh You know, I think when you were holding on Mm. to that type of an emotion, it is almost impossible for you to get like good quality rest Mm -hmm. because your mind, your spirit and your body are not all in alignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Migraines oh, gosh, is definitely yes. a major one. You know, your neural pathways are struggling. Mm-hmm. They, they're being attacked on all fronts. And I would say eating because a lot of times when you feel that type of anger, like you, it's like you just see red in everything. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just walking around. Y'all remember hard. like on the Looney Tune cartoons where they would like turn and they would like hit like the steam would yeah. come off their head. That's like, real. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's yes. what it makes me think mm-hmm. about. Uh, it reminds me, uh, we talked about this movie before, but uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit and some oh, yeah. of the cartoons, how they <laughs> yeah. show uh, mm-hmm. their anger. That That is a great Inside depiction. out. Anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's anger that's, was struggling. Yes, while I'm was struggling. Absolutely, but. you know. And I think another thing that when you get stuck in that feeling, what happens is you start to lash out at people or mm-hmm. withdraw. Mm-hmm. Like either way, it's going to affect you socially. It just depends on the way in which you normally kind of display your mm-hmm. emotions on whether you're going to externalize it and lash out, or you're going to internalize it and you know kind of self deprecate. But um, I think it definitely affects you socially. Mm-hmm. And for a long time. Yeah. I think there becomes a level of paranoia that sits Mm. in because you're always like somebody going to do something to me or this is going to happen like this to where you actually end up stunting your own growth and your Mm -hmm. own development. Because when we see and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, when we see angry individuals that are stuck in their anger it's like dealing with an adolescent. It is. I'm like, oh, so we just going to react to everything. You, yeah. You're not going to emotionally regulate it. yourself <laughs> right. at, at all. all. Right. Okay, that's yeah. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. And I think that's how we have a lot of people that have road rage. Mm. Because they just, they, they not even, they just find anything to be angry about. So mm-hmm. it's you. That's why I say we are Im- impacted by your anger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, another physical one that we talked about when we discussed anxiety previously was having stomach related issues, ulcers, gastritis, Mm -hmm. just different things that, uh, pop up indigestion, um, acid reflux, tightness, Mm -hmm. get that tightness in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And smart here. Think you having a heart attack. Yep. And all it is, is you just upset Mm -hmm. and refuse to emotionally regulate. Mm hmm. What about some of the emotional sides of anger? What what do y'all see? So I tend to have the people that I have this anger. I tend to we gonna we gonna go back down that ladder, that emotional ladder. We are gonna go back down, and a lot of it is that they're hurt, they were embarrassed, they felt um, rejected or disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one I would add in there is uh, disrespected. Mm. That's another one people yeah. tend to fly off the handle real quick. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, I would say it, emotionally, one of the things that I see with people that have a lot of anger is that they they struggle with how to communicate whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, they know that they feel something and they know, like kind of like you were saying, going back down that ladder. I know I feel something and this isn't the only thing I feel, but it's the only thing I know how to feel. Yeah. And or they don't they don't know the primary emotion. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know um, and they don't know they don't even sometimes they don't even know why they're angry. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. people have to learn that there is a difference between awareness, identification and then processing of what's going on with you. All three of these things are necessary, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times people (laughs) can only do one of the three and you really need all three of them to be able to work through everything you're experiencing in that moment. Absolutely. 100 percent. Yeah, I always tell them to because sometimes people want to look at like the present as to why they're angry and that's that's fine you can look at the present but if you don't find anything in the present then go back mm-hmm. because a lot of times when like i said when we talk about the primary emotions you don't understand why why what you're feeling primarily because what you're feeling or why you're feeling that way it didn't come from today no today no. was just a trigger exactly yes it, it could be stuff from years yes birth years oh ago because holding a <laughs> grudge is a real thing oh yeah. yeah even if it's unintentional mm-hmm. you know a lot of the trauma and the different things that we have just normally experienced or commonly experienced is not always something that we said i'm gonna hold this grudge for the rest of my life sometimes it is forced upon us and we just didn't have the tools to work through it and now that we're adults we have to find these tools or we just, we going to be messed up for the entirety of our lives. Oh yeah. Who got time for that? (laughs) And that's sad. Cause the other thing I think that happens with anger, as with all emotions, there comes a point where it transitions over to something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. um, and this is still under the umbrella of anger, but it transitions over to like resentment. Mm hmm. Um, so when I talk with my clients about, you know, holding on to anger and like how tiring that can be is that, you know, you kind of start off with like agitation, irritation, whatever, um, or some other feeling it becomes anger. And then after that, it kind of transitions to resentment, Mm -hmm. then contempt, Mm -hmm. hatred, and then indifference. Mm -hmm. And once you get to indifference, it is really hard to come back from that Yeah, because you've gone to like, I have some sort of feeling and some sort of passion about whatever this thing was to now, like, I just don't care anymore. And you know what? The, um, when I was working at the rehab in Arizona as the family counselor, a lot of the family members that I would call had gotten to indifference. And that's why a lot of them got to the point of oblivion because it was like, I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong. Oh, but it is. I can hear it in that tone. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think even in that, you have two sides. You have the one where you just kind of letting any and everything happen. And you have the side where it's like nothing like that will ever happen again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you really have to be somewhere in the middle of those two to understand what's going on, put proper boundaries and stuff in place. Yeah. You know, whether you're the on the receiving end or you are the one inflicting yeah. the anger. Mm-hmm. And I think on those two opposite spectrums is how people become unhealthy, because if it's I'm never going to let this happen again, then you have a, a wall, not a boundary. Mm-hmm. You have a wall up. Mm-hmm. 
and you don't let anybody through that brick wall. Oh, yeah. It's like but, Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. But then if you're on the other end, it's like you have poor boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so now everybody can just, you're just like a, a, a what you call it? Um, Doormat? Yes. They, what? Thank you. <laughs> I was like a rug. No, it's not a rug. <laughs> Doormat. They just yes. step all over yeah. you and rub, yes. you, rub the dirt all in you. Yes. And we don't want that. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, so... Yeah, emotions can be draining. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why people try to avoid them Mm -hmm. um, so much is because diving into a feeling and especially one you've been having for quite some time, it is hard to peel back a lot of those layers Mm -hmm. and acknowledge your own contribution to why you feel the way you feel, as well as um, give responsibility to the other people that influenced and contributed to what you feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't know how to feel without it anymore. You don't know how to live without it, depending on how long you've been dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Every emotion that we have has the potential to overwhelm us. Mm -hmm. And it's not until you get familiar with your emotions and identifying, aware, and processing that you realize, okay, I can feel it and I can move on. Mm -hmm. Like you shouldn't be stuck in any emotion, no matter how good or how bad it may feel to you. You're just there to let you know something is going on. Yes. Indicators. The, yes. Yeah. And the purpose of like processing your feelings is not for you necessarily to feel the opposite of it. Mm-mm. It's for you to be able to understand that you're human mm-hmm. and that you can experience life regardless. Because we don't, I, I was telling a client today, you don't, we don't walk around like this all day. I don't walk around like that ever. Right. <laughs> we don't walk around like that, you know? So you're going to have some, some, some joyful moments, some, mm-hmm. some sad moments, some motivating moments, you, it, just all the different emotions. You're going to have all those moments. So just because you have a negative moment and or a negative thought and or and a negative feeling that comes from that thought, it doesn't mean like, oh, I'm so depressed. No. You had a sad thought mm-hmm. and a sad a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think there's a difference between, I, and I think that's something that people don't, since I know we're not talking about depression, but yeah, um, that but is something anger. that p- people struggle to know the difference between sad and depressed mm-hmm. and then depressed and clinical depression. Right. Them mm-hmm. are three vastly different things. It's levels to this. Y'all know we tell y'all that almost every week. Mm-hmm. There are levels to everything you experience. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all have any final thoughts? Get it together. <laughs> Get it together. Check your emotions. <laughs> Check your emotions. <laughs> Not the soundtrack for, for the podcast. <laughs> I'm the hype man. <laughs> we need a little bit of that. <laughs> Oh, but side note, y'all, we promise we are going to let y'all know who um, won the gifts. We just keep forgetting. So we're going to let y'all know this week. We promise. Yes. (laughs) Charge it to our head, not our heart. Please. (laughs) Okay. Well, y'all know we always end off with a quote. Today's quote comes from Amy Poehler. I am tired of being tired and talking about how tired I am. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. 
If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.